With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's bonus episode is all about the beauty brands that our favorite Bravo liberties have created and TBH mostly ended. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Kirby Johnson. She's an LA-based beauty reporter, on-camera host and producer, as well as the co-host of the Los Angeles podcast, where her and her co-host give their perspective on all things makeup, skincare, and wellness with a sprinkle of pop culture and celebrity. Welcome to the show. Yay! Thanks for that marvelous introduction. I do like giving an intro, but it also like reminds me of how I'm so bad at like reading out loud. Like I'm I'm good at talking casually, but like the moment I have to read, I'm I always touch my ear. It's like a habit. I'm like, okay, if I pull my ear, maybe I'll focus on the words and you would be great on a reality show. I always say I would 100 percent get the bitch edit. They'd be like, she has a snarky attitude and a <laughs> resting bitch face. <laughs> Uh, astrological sign. I'm a Virgo. Oh my God. I'm a Capricorn. So I have a theory that earth signs just don't do well on reality shows because we're so like practical about things and we don't like drama. So we can call bullshit real quick. And then that lends itself to a bitch edit. Yeah, I think that's a really good way of looking at it because I'm trying to think. I have a literally like a list here of like other Virgos because I'm a user. We've got we've got Lisa Vanderpump, who's also a Virgo. And then I think we've got some good ones. We've oh Leah McSweeney from New York. She's a cusping Virgo. Is it um Kim Richards a Virgo? <laughs> um, what are you trying to say? <laughs> okay, let me let me like take this. <laughs> shocked when I learned that Kim Richards was a Virgo because Kyle 19 and I think Kyle is very much a Capricorn I also think Yolanda is very much a Capricorn um but when I saw Kim and she was a Virgo I was like her her rising sign it's like chaotic energy I feel like (laughs) Sagittarius rising sign or something like that so that one always kind of blows my mind when is a Capricorn birth range like I'm trying to think I'm like I don't think I know any Capricorns Capricorns are I believe December 22nd through January 23rd or 22nd oh good my mom I'm I'm like literally all of my best friends I'm like I don't think I know a single Capricorn We attract each other though. All of my best friends are Virgos for the most part. And I have a lot of Virgos in my family as well. So, you know, those earth signs. (laughs) You're in good company. (laughs) So, okay. Obviously, you know, real makeup and real skincare. And we're here to talk about basically like Fisher Price adult version of (laughs) skincare and makeup. But I do (laughs) want to ask you about some Holy Grail products that you have 
like I said to you before we started, I'm in the market for a new moisturizer or something to fix my oily skin. But let me know like what you think is like the product I need because I have Amazon Prime and I'll get it right now. <laughs> okay. So I tell people like, you don't have to spend a fortune on skincare to like have really good skincare. Um, that being said, I also don't think that like some expensive products are scams either. There's plenty of expensive, you know, high price products, products that I love. One moisturizer that I think everybody benefits from, no matter what their skin type is, is Neutrogena Hydro Boost. It is literally like, I think $10. You can get it at any drugstore. And like a lot of times people, I don't think realize like Johnson and Johnson owns Neutrogena. There's a lot of clinical research and clinical testing that goes into these products, which is why so many people fall in love with them and they have cult status. So Hydro Boost was launched five years ago. It basically took on like people were always concerned about moisturizing and now they're more focused on hydration and like adding that water back into the skin, which is like very important as you get older. And you just said like you had a birthday, you feel like you're dealing with like oily skin and breakouts and stuff like that. You just turned 27, like your return of Saturn. I sound so fucking LA saying this stuff. Your return <laughs> happening. Like your hormones are probably changing. So your skin is changing as well. And I think like, that's like a big thing. People think, Oh, teenage acne, like I should be done because I am not a teenager anymore. But like so many women go through breakouts in their late twenties, early thirties. And then again, before menopause. So we just have to deal with this a lot in our lives, ladies, just throwing that out there. But I know it's, it's really, but Neutrogena hydro boost, this stuff has like the hyaluronic acid, which you know, hyaluronic acid holds 100 times its weight in water. So it's a really great molecule, but it also contains um, this specific product, like an emollient and an occlusive ingredient, which you need to lock in the moisture. So all of the science behind this, like the clinical trials, I've seen them all, it really does work and benefit the skin. And I think like, obviously there is a benefit to someone telling you, oh, I love this product because it made my skin feel good or whatever. But there's like, you know, there's, there's more weight in something that can actually prove it does something for the skin. So I would say hydro boost moisturizer is like the easy way. Cause it's cheap. If you don't like it, you're not going to feel bad about buying it. Um, I would say like the high priced item from like, mm -hmm. a, a, a expensive dupe for that would be Sunday Riley's title moisturizer. I freaking love that stuff. It's like 50 bucks. So if you're just trying it for the first time, start with Neutrogena. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, so I work for the cut and we do like tons of articles with all these skincare things. And it's like overwhelming because I just never know where to start. I'm like, uh, what, where do I look? But this is perfect. Okay. $23 on the Neutrogena website. That is exactly my price point. Okay. Mm -hmm. So adds to cart. And then okay. now that I'm just now going to use you as my, <laughs> I didn't bring you here just to pick your brain <laughs> on my own beauty products. <laughs> We're doing a consultation. It's great. <laughs> but also like, what's the deal with these serums? Like are serums worth it? Like, I feel like I bought a couple and I never really know if I'm noticing anything. I'm also not always necessarily the most consistent with my skincare, which also potentially could be an issue. <laughs> First of all, I love you. Like you're everybody. This is what, this is what people do. This is like consumer behavior. I love it. So consistency obviously is key. If you're going to buy a serum, 
make it something that has like an exfoliating acid in there, like an alpha hydroxy, beta hydroxy, something that you will actually like see legit results from. Um, you know, if you would deal with blackheads and clogged pores and stuff, a beta hydroxy acid, like salicylic acid is really great. Um, in serum form because it does, it's molecular weight is so much smaller than like a moisturizer or a cream or something like that. So it allows it to penetrate the skin a little bit deeper. And frankly, I think you see results uh, more quickly, um, even just superficially, like the next day, your skin may glow a little bit more than it did, you know, instead of just using like a regular moisturizer or something like that. But I think, you know, the beauty industry, I talk about this a lot on Los Angeles, but like it's oversaturated. There's like a new brand every single day, like Biden beauty just launched yesterday. I'm sure the cut has thoughts about this. Um, <laughs> it's not with Joe Biden, but like they're launching products and it's, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. And so if you're going to look for a serum, I would stay in that area, like the exfoliating acids or something that helps with like pigmentation and brightening, like vitamin C and stuff like that. Hyaluronic acid, like I mentioned in hydro boost and stuff like that. I don't think you really need it in a serum, um, especially because sometimes the formulations, um, it might be too potent. And in some areas of the country, if your environment is too dry, it's going to pull moisture from your own skin. It's not going to pull from the environment you live, which could actually end up making your skin more dry. So that's kind of where I stand with serums. I, I wear serums all the time. I use one morning and evening. I use a vitamin C in the morning and then like an alpha hydroxy at night. Interesting. I actually just heard, I mean, why I was listening to Carol Radswill on Heather Thompson's podcast is beyond me, but she was saying like vitamin C serum in the morning is like the go-to. Totally. And vitamin C for everybody that's not familiar is an antioxidant and when I was younger, I did not give any shits about free radicals, but like now I'm 33 years old and I'm like, oh yeah, I should probably be doing something to protect myself from the environment, especially since I live in LA, which is just smog filled and disgusting anyways. So get those antioxidants early fam, please. Here I am like taking notes, like a little nerd. I'm like hyaluronic serum acid, not needed in a serum. Okay. No, I used to use the old Henriksen vitamin C serum. Is that one good? You think? I, I mean, I, that brand it's for me, it's either hit or miss, but I think their serums are really great. Interesting. Again, yeah. I'm like, it's no ageless by Ramona, which wasn't even in my notes, but oh my God. we have, we have to talk about ageless by Ramona. So have you tried it? Okay. No, but can I tell you the insane story of like me trying to try it? Because yeah, you're here. <laughs> So I used to work for a, a millennial women's publisher and Not I, wanted, one I work for. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to do a Bravo roundup of beauty products. And the reason why was because ageless by Ramona was trending on Google trends by like 700%. And I'm like, wait, are people really searching ageless by Ramona? Well, if you may recall, it was because Bethany had said ageless by Ramona was like fake, that it wasn't even real. Like she wasn't even doing it. So of course that got people Googling it. And I'm like, wow, Bethany's power kind of insane. So I'm like, great. I, if people are searching for this, I want to write about it. I reached out to her team. They were very professional. They got back to me. I ended up on this phone call with a person who I am not sure even still works with or for Ramona, but it seemed it seemed, he seemed to be a part of like a branding arm of like a bigger agency. And basically on this phone call, he was like, okay, like the products aren't launching yet. And I'm not going to quote him exactly, but in my dialect of saying like, which infers that I am saying something similar, but different. 
he basically said that they were trying to decide if she was just going to license her name to like a product line that was already out or if they were going to like formulate actual products. Okay. So this is, this feels right. Right. So this was 2018 and it was, it was a phone call and I was like, okay, great. I would really love to interview her um, for the website. I'd really love to like try the products. And then basically they ghosted me and I never heard back. So that was my experience with Ageless by Ramona. And if as a beauty like reporter looking at a launch like this, I doubt that Ramona is putting money into formulating a brand from scratch. She definitely white labeled some stuff, went to a manufacturer and they were like, here's a platter of like five products that could like go in your line. And I'm pretty sure she just signed off on it and put her branding on it. That's my humble opinion on the subject. Yeah, I really, I can't really see her like in her bathroom with little tubes of like acids and things and trying to figure out with oils, like what works and what doesn't. She absolutely didn't do any work and slapped her name on things, but she's been still going hard with Ageless by Ramona. So even this year, like there was like a random dinner scene where it was like her, Mario and Avery. And there was just like a bottle of Ageless on the dinner table. (laughs) That's the thing too. Ramona is so interesting to me as a person because what are Ramona's passions? Like, I can't figure it out. Like when I think of Ramona, I don't think like, okay, this woman is passionate about working out or like this passion, this woman's passionate about wine. I just, I'm like, I don't see her passions transcend through the television screen. So when it comes to something like a beauty line, consumers are so smart. Like they want to know, okay, is this product working? Is this product efficacious? Does the brand founder even care? It just seems kind of like a cash grab for her to me. Yeah. And I think that's why Skinny Girl was so successful because Bethany had been like drinking that on earlier seasons and people would always be like, oh, bravo, Andy, can you tell us what the margarita recipe is? And so once it like became an actual product, people were like, oh, cool. Like I actually get to try something that Bethany really likes and keeps drinking. And obviously it took off overnight, but so many of these people, and I think we'll see it throughout this episode, have like one definitely thrown their name on random products that were like created in China and have like no actual results that come from it but then some people actually have potentially done some work I mean this kind of leads us into Deandra Simmons from the Real Housewives of Dallas who started Hard Night Good Morning which I guess is like a subsidiary brand under her mom's big company which I can't remember what that one is called first of all every time I see the name of this brand I want to say Hard Day's Night like I just want to like singing the song like I can never remember the name of this brand and full transparency I don't watch Dallas but like I obviously know who she is so from a skincare standpoint I felt like this business and and these products were legit I reached out to the brand they got in touch with me immediately they sent me product immediately and the product that I tried I'm not even sure they make it anymore this was in 2018 it was just like a daytime moisturizer and I went on the website I couldn't I couldn't find um, a listing for it. Maybe they repackaged, maybe they like reformulated, who knows? And it was great. Like I felt like it looked really nice under makeup. I felt like it actually did moisturize my skin. It didn't break me out or anything like that. And it, it made my skin feel moisturized, which was it's obviously the point of a moisturizer, but <laughs> I was looking on the website just now. And I feel like if you're going to buy, for, for, first of all, this brand is effing expensive this is like Neiman's level prices, which I, I'm kind of like, that just feels kind of counterproductive to actually getting more people interested in your brand. Um, but if you buy anything, I would make it the anti-inflammatory pro collagen cream, 
Um, it's $40, which is like an exp it's, I mean, that's actually pretty typical for a good cream, but, um, all of their stuff is aloe vera based. So like she like focused on this like holistic element of the brand. Um, and when I was reading the ingredients and like checking out like the actives and stuff, it's like all things that like many of your favorite brands you might see in Sephora or Ulta probably have in their lineup. I just feel like in terms of, you know, I don't think anybody listening to this podcast is necessarily going to go buy any products that we talk about today, but we're looking to like try out something from a brand that we mentioned. I would say this like anti-inflammatory cream is probably universally the best because it's inflammation is the key to everybody's skin problems, whether it's pigmentation or acne. And it seems really like light lift in terms of, of like what you have to do. Like you don't have to know how to wear a moisturizer. Like you just put it on your face. You, it's very, very easy. Um, so <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does have a lot of oils, a lot of extracts, very like botanical based, but like th there are some other things too, that I think is really interesting about this brand. Like they really promote it being kind of like a natural, you know, like holistic type brand, but then one of the cocktail serums includes mica, which, you know, that's usually sourced unethically and, and things like that. So I'm, it's like, you don't need mica in your serum. Like you only put mica in your serum to make it sparkle or make it shine. It's like mica is commonly found in eyeshadows. You know what I mean? So, um, and if you guys are curious about mica, look up my friend, Lexi Lebsvac. She's amazing. And she did a report on mica for refinery 29 for her series called shady. And she kind of like unearths what goes on when you buy a product that has mica in it. But, um, yeah, I think that's, it's super interesting. Like, why would you put mica in a skincare product? Like nobody needs a sparkle in their serums in my humble opinion. So I mean, I feel like she's got that, like everything's bigger in Texas thing where it's like, if it can have sparkles, we are putting it, the sparkles in there. Like I can't even like, <laughs> like I I Texas accent. And I say this as a Texan, I grew up in Texas. So I'm always like, Hey y'all hard. What the hell is this name again? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> like, Yeehaw. You know, it's like, uh, oh, God. well, she had like a whole thing. Like so you were saying they like did a new branding for it like last season or maybe the season before it was like huge drama with her mom she was like we need to repackage we need to modernize we need to get cool this makes sense this makes sense because when i was checking out the website it definitely looked different from the products that i received and who knows if they reformulated or not but yeah the the daytime moisturizer that i used i could not find on the website so yeah there you go there was also something she talked about called L22. What is L22? Do you know L22? Is it an actual thing? Because every other word she said was, we have to get the L22. We have to get the L22. So I have never heard of this <laughs> outside of this brand before. And I, I hope I'm not like saying that and then sound like an idiot, but like, okay, it's called lipids22.com. Like that's when you Google L22. So it says it's, a patented formula of botanically sourced lipids, which like lipids are great. And it says that it's supposed to give you the skin lipid profile of a 22 year old. And when you Google it, like the first thing that pops up is the L22 elixir from Hard Night Good Morning. Um, it says it boosts collagen, it hydrates skin. You know, obviously it's an anti-aging thing. It's $90, it is $90. Like for me personally, 
I'm like, go buy La Mer if you're going to spend $90 on something or go buy Augustinus Botter, which I stand for. Like, oh my God, I just did an article. Literally, I just did, it came out today and it was like, your three different tiers of beauty things, which actually I can post it in this, in the link to. Um, and then, yeah, it was like that August, Augustine Barter or whatever. And I'd never heard of it. And now I've seen that product everywhere on all of the blogs, all of the sites. Yeah. It's like, those are, that's one of the products that I, I stand for. I think it's really great. I think it is worth the money. And I know so many people that have benefited from it, but yeah, I don't know. I really, sometimes when I see brands though, I just want to help them. Like, I want to be like, can I consult for you and like, tell you what you're doing wrong? Like, I just, I would love to know what the sales are like for this brand in particular, you know? Well, that also was another thing last year where it was like, surprise, the brand has no money. <laughs> Shut up. And it was in the show. Is it like an MLM? Basically. Okay. The mom okay. like sold it all over Christian television, like all throughout the nineties, all throughout the two thousands and like is a millionaire, like because of it, she finally gave Dandra her dream come true situation where she gave her a brand. So that was like hard night, good morning. And this is like her thing. So throughout like Deandra's whole arc on the show, she was like, mom, let me have the whole business. Let me run the business. You're so old. Let me run the business. So then the mom finally gives her the keys to the business and the business is completely tanking and literally has like three months of like survival. <laughs> like unless Deandra saves everything. Oh my <laughs> You have Wait. to watch Dallas, especially as a Texan. I have to watch Dallas. I mean, my friend literally like worked on that show and like brought it to life. So I'm so sorry, Megan. I have to bring, I have to watch this show now. I just, I feel like I can only tolerate so much from the Bravo universe at some points. So I have to be careful and like moderate my intake. But then again, I like binge everything. I've binged everything this past six months. So who cares? But this is incredible. This is incredible news to have. I am <laughs> surprised we've made no money. That reminds me of Sonia with her brand when they were like, let's talk about it. No sales from the fashion show and you have not sold anything. You're like, what the hell, Sonia? You're insane. I felt bad for Sonia during that whole scene because he's like, okay, let's look at the books for three full years of business. And he's like, great. So we still haven't made a dime. Can you imagine? I would probably be like, cut the, cut the cameras, cut the cameras. Either these women like put their businesses into the hands of others and have no idea. Like Deandra has been working for this company for maybe 20 years and like never once was like, Hey, can I see a PL statement? Can I see a cash flow statement? Yes. Yes, exactly. You know, okay. This is related, but not it's about Sonia. Can we talk about Sonia's facelift for a second? It is literally the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I started following the plastic surgeon, Dr. Giacano, after she posted about it. And now I'm like, in 10 years, am I getting my first facelift? Like, I think I absolutely need to. He makes people just look refreshed. He, they don't look like they're crazy with like pulled back skin and stuff. Sonia has never looked better. I am actually proud of her. I'm like, she did something good. She did something good for herself. Now I'm going to follow this doctor too. I'm like, just in case, eventually, hopefully he's not dead by the time I need one. But I think the New York ladies are really good at finding a balance between getting work done and it's still looking natural. I think Luann is a good example. Like, yes. obviously she's so naturally gorgeous, hasn't been drinking as much. So like that does wonders for your skin and, you know, just like youthfulness. But she's gotten work done in a bunch of different areas of her face and 
it looks like so natural so it's beautiful like she's just aging gracefully I know it's 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 very interesting to see um New York versus Beverly Hills for sure like Lisa Vanderpump's face it's just like seeing her from the beginning to the end it's like she she barely has any expression like she can't move her face at all and I think Lisa Vanderpump's a beautiful woman or even like I mean I don't mean to be cruel but Brandy Glanville like girl you need some Neutrogena Hydro Boost she is a beautiful woman and I mean I think that has to do probably I mean drinking naturally breaks down a lot of things in your skin specifically collagen and things like that so you know if if there's any PSA I can give you, it's like lay off the alcohol because usually it, it causes, causes like inflammatory issues and then it can break down what's going on with your skin. But yeah, Brandy. Oh. Well, I remember I like read this one article probably like a year ago and it was like, how does JLo get that skin? And she basically was like, well, you know, I work out for like two hours every day and I haven't had alcohol in like 15 years. And I'm like, okay, note to self, throw all wine down the toilet tonight. And she gets like these microcurrent facials and these ultrasound facials like once a week. I mean, this woman obviously has privilege because of who she is, but it's like when you see JLo, that's an example of like a really beautifully, like well, gracefully aging woman, you know, but she also has like sacrificed a lot, like eating like a plant-based diet and stuff like I, anybody that can eat plant-based, I'm like more power to you. I can't do it. I just couldn't. Doing it full time seems really difficult. I did the whole 30 diet probably like a year ago and I lasted nine days and I'd like never been like so thin or attractive. And I was like, this is amazing. But (laughs) I have like literally no joy. I'm eating like so many like zucchini noodles. I'm like, this is just not the vibe. Yeah, exactly. It's not a vibe I want to live for the rest of my life sorry forever I'm like I live in the city like what am I gonna go to a restaurant and be like um can I have and like have to like really like worry about all the things and of course like so many people are vegans and they're like obviously great like vegan restaurants and you know they do it well but then I try to make a vegan dish and I'm like I'm just gonna order pizza because I know the the benefit of living in LA is is that there are so many vegan places here that it doesn't make it hard to become vegan which is great I think it's like slowly but surely happening in New York. Like every restaurant pretty much has like two or three vegan options. And I'm like, wow, slowly but surely turn around. Dante's influence. (laughs) So I guess we could say in Los Angeles, we have Lala Kent from Vanderpump Rules who started her makeup empire, Give Them Lala back in 2018. And this is surprisingly still on the market. I'm very happy for her. She started with six lip colors it's cruelty-free, high-quality cosmetics line showcasing a large collection of cosmetics, including glosses, matte lip, cream lip, highlighter, eyeliners, and more. With AMC+, Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more. It means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC+, Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead. With early access and exclusives, binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff.
For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. <laughs> After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. <laughs> this will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that so give them lala i remember i can't maybe i can't remember when exactly it was but when i started following her on instagram i was kind of impressed that she already had like a beauty line because i felt like i was following her at the a little bit toward the beginning of like her fame with bravo and the fact that she already had a brand behind her i'm like okay girl so she's definitely she's also a Virgo, I think. And she's a very, I think she's very business-minded. Is she a Virgo? Can we fact check this real quick? I'm like, exact birthday. Okay. Why is Google just hitting me with a year? Lala can exact birthday. Hello. September 2nd. Wow. A fellow Virgo queen. So I feel like she does have everything she needs to like effectively run a business. And then all like she has ran. So there's money being filtered in there. I have never tried these products, but not because I didn't want to. I also reached out to her team, uh, for this story that by the way, the story never ended up getting published because it was such a cluster. Like I couldn't get products from some people. I, like some people were telling me they're like trying to white label. I don't know, but her team was very professional, said they were going to ship out product. I never heard from them, never got the product. Six months later, they followed back up and they're like, hey, what happened with this? And I was like, I, I never received the product. So I like can the entire story. And they were like, oh, we're going to send them to you. And then I, again, still didn't get the products. So Lala, if you're listening, you should probably like have a different team in place to help you get those PR sends out. But um, I mean, I can't imagine that it, she's just bleeding money with this. Is she? I I personally don't think that she could be because why not just shut it down if you're just bleeding money? Like, I don't, I think Lala is vain, but I don't think that she's so vain that she would make a poor business decision to keep a brand alive, like just to save face. Yeah, I completely agree. I think she probably has Rand as like a sounding board also maybe potentially for business decisions like she has a bunch of different lines like and 
things you can get, which for someone who is like not Kylie, I would never be like, oh, I'm going to go get a, a gorgeous eyeshadow palette. Let me go to Lala's website. Like she's not the person I would really go to for that. So it's interesting that she kind of keeps expanding her lines. And yeah, you're right. It's like, I don't think she would keep the business alive if it were really just like hemorrhaging money every month. Agreed. So maybe people are buying this stuff. I mean, some of her eyeshadow palettes are actually kind of nice colors. The names of them were making me laugh. They're all based on her life. My favorite was the Grown Woman palette. Which <laughs> some of the names are Stepmom, The Wife, uh, Boss Lady, Say Yes, The Ring, I Do, Bridal Party. Where it's like, okay, just want to throw it out there. Being a grown woman isn't achieved by getting married and wearing eyeshadow just for, for the room. Of course. So, and also, I mean, we'll get to some Erica Jane stuff, but they have very similar um, names of these products. Then there's the reality show palette, which is like lots of callback to Vanderpump Rules. There's one called the pasta, which I love that like peachy eyeshadow. Like that's one of my favorite looks. The pasta. Oh my God. See, like, that's like what I want though from a Bravo celebrity. Like I want you to lean the F in to like the shenanigans and the charades that happen on your show. Like I, I would want like number one guy to be <laughs> like, give me a shade. That's like number one guy. Give me a tequila Katie shade. Like that's what I want, you know? I mean, Lala always finds a way to shade Sheena Shea, and one of the eyeshadow palettes is called Seven Seconds for how long it took Rob to hang in. Oh, actually, oh. no, not seven. Wait, seven? That was seven minutes. Seven minutes. What's seven seconds? Seven seconds. Maybe what? that doesn't, maybe she, Maybe this truly is shade. She's like, oh, maybe I make it seconds. It comes in seven seconds. Heaven? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Pop in, clap back, cuddle buddy, make out. So the reality show palette goes a lot of different ways. And then we have the pretty palette, which has baby maker, (laughs) one night stand, ritual, (gasps) walk of shame. (laughs) Wait, okay. This is so interesting to me because I have never personally looked into like the palette types and like their names and stuff like that, but it kind of feels like pretty, like wouldn't you make the names more like soft glow or like like sun sunset like golden hour something like that like for the pretty palette so it's like one night stand like <laughs> I don't like I don't know I don't know there's bottle of rose as well which I'm like that's exactly the shade I want to wear in my eyes at all times course you know listen it's we're living la vida lala that's the life we're living with this brand and i have to say like again this has some longevity so i'm i'm gonna give her kudos for that i will too because i mean we'll go through a bunch of other different brands that have closed up shop including ariana maddox who had a short-lived collaboration with frankie rose cosmetics she also had a lip set Sadly, not available for sale anymore. And it was a lipstick line with three different variations of a nude lip. She had, actually, no, wait. She, oh, she had a deep berry, I'm sorry, named Strip Down. Peeping Tom and Bear With Me. Peeping Tom. Scandalous. Okay, so I do want to clarify, like, if she did a collab with, what, what was it, Frankie Rose? Yeah. 
if she did a collab with them, then like, obviously that's like a limited edition set. So it wouldn't be around, like, depending on when they launched it, it's, it was probably like a one-time thing. And obviously like her team worked to like license her name and likeness and stuff like that. And it's gone. So I don't feel like it's, that's as like, I don't think that's bad. I do think some of these other brands though, that have just like literally disappeared off the face of the earth. It's kind of insane. Like, um, Kristen or what I always forget her name and say it wrong. New York housewife. Oh, Kristen Takeman, the nail polish icon. Yes. Pop beauty or was it, is it pop beauty? Pop of color. Oh my God. Peter brand. So they have like, there is a brand called pop beauty and it's like still in production. And I'm pretty sure like has like some major backing to it. So my whole thing, especially as like a consultant who works with brands, I'd be like, you need to change your name. Like before you launch, you need to change your name. That brand was a lot, that brand was around way before they were. And of course, like it's like RIP, it's deceased. The brand no longer exists anymore. I don't think they've posted anything for years at this point. Yeah. It looks like 2007 was the last post. And also like her, (laughs) she's so (laughs) blind to like the realities of our culture. Her Instagram name is POC Beauty, where it's like, oh, people of color beauty, great. And like her thing is like hashtag POC Beauty, which like if you click on, it's like beautiful people with melanin in their skin, not horrific nail polish. My God, this is, (laughs) and then like, hold on, let's, let's get into, you know, okay. I, this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. Every hue, every hue is so perplexing to me because I got their products and I liked them a lot. I think that they were really, really great. Transparently, I couldn't find a good match for my skin tone um, in the tinted moisturizer. However, I am aware this brand was not made for me, a white woman. So I like, I, but I thought the consistency, I thought the coverage, I thought the finish was so, so gorgeous. And I used like the lightest color they had. It was just a little bit too yellow for me. So it, it wasn't a perfect match. And I was really excited because they were, they had a uh, licensing deal with Target and that's huge. Mm-hmm. And I was preparing for this episode. I'm like, oh yeah, of course, like every hue is in Target. And then I went and so the website is defunct. Like you can't go to the actual website anymore. And if you Google, I can't remember what, hold on. I have a note on this. If you, and by the way, this is Giselle Bryant's brand um, for anybody that's confused. Every hue is from Giselle. It seems like a super professional, legit operation, but you have to go, like when you're searching every hue on target.com, nothing shows up. So like I was on the search bar, like every hue, nothing's coming up. If you go to Google and you search, then it pops up. So I feel like what's happening is that, um, Target is basically just getting rid of any inventory that they have left, but they're not actively working together, which sucks. And then I found this Reddit thread that says that apparently every Hughes manufacturer shut down because of COVID. I mean, it's like, especially when people aren't allowed to like go to work too. So, you know, if, if every hue was beholden, obviously to their manufacturer, which every beauty brand is, if that manufacturer shuts down that, and I, I wasn't clear if they, like they shut down just because of COVID for a few months or a few weeks, or if like, they just completely shut down shop. If that's the case, then I could understand why she's like, 
well, I don't want people trying to fulfill orders if I can't deliver. And, you know, and Target's probably in the same boat, like, okay, until you get a new manufacturer, how are we supposed to provide people with this product? Um, it's too much of a headache customer service wise. So yeah, I'm seeing like a ton of different, um, different things. Oh yeah. I'm seeing a comment on like her latest Instagram post. Someone said, I think she talks about it on the podcast, <laughs> give them Lala with Randall, um, about how her factory had to shut down during COVID. That is a bummer. Sucks because I really do think this brand was awesome. And I think that she was, was doing something that was like, really, it was like an affordable Fenty in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, really trying to cater to every skin tone. Um, but yeah, the Instagram even has been inactive since April 18th. So I don't know. I'm, I'm rooting for Giselle. So I kind of hope, I hope that they turn things around, find a new manufacturer and are able to like get their products back out there. Cause I personally thought they were great. Yeah. And if they were good enough to like get picked up by such a major corporation, like target, like they clearly had to be like of a certain quality and she was at like that big symposium a couple seasons ago with like that big ass booth. And so it's not like this is like some, you know, no rinky dink thing that she was doing. So yeah, that is kind of sad to see that this one has gone, but hopefully it comes back. Yeah, I hope. So that one is like kind of defunct. There's also, this one isn't defunct, but I, I really want to bring it up because uh, it's it definitely reads like an MLM to me. Cashmere collection by Kim Solsiak. So bad. I, I mean, she's someone who also probably is like Deandra, who's like, how can I put glitter in everything? Like, I need to be shiny, very very shiny. This is the thing too. So like, her whole shtick is like bath and like spa, and like if you know anything about MLMs, you know that like doTERRA and like oily ladies, like the oily families and stuff. They're really big on these essential oils and it's perfectly fine. But I always get a little red flag when I see somebody like pushing essential oils on like within their brand. And like Kim's, I think mainstay of her brand are these oils, but they sent me the diffuser to try. And the one that they have available right now uh, is not the one I received, but it's kind of, it's kind of great for Halloween. They call the one that they have available now, witch's brew. And it's like, you can see like this, the steam and stuff coming up from the diffuser. So it kind of looks like a little witch cauldron, which I thought was adorable, <laughs> but the one I have, I mean, it was great. It has a, like a lighting setup, um, where you can change the lights. Uh, it worked effectively. I, f- I felt like it was like a decent product. So if you were looking for a diffuser for your essential oils, Kim Solsiak may have an option for you that you might want to pick up. It's kind of wild that I'm saying that, but it's true. Weird. I didn't know she was in the whole oil business. Did you see that thing on Netflix where it was called, called like unwell and it like debunked a lot of different like wellness trends. The oil one was crazy. And obviously I'm like truly the biggest sucker. I bought an oil. Now I like sniff oil. I know it's wild. I mean, I do think, and we talked about this on the pod, like fragrance is such a controversial 
subject within skincare specifically, because so many people are allergic to fragrance. And so a lot of times brands will be like, well, we don't have synthetic fragrance, but they've loaded it up with essential oils that will make it smell a certain way. And like essential oils are just as, um, aggravating to the skin as like a synthetic oils are not synthetic oils, synthetic ingredients. So I don't know. Anytime we see an essential oil, I truly just think of like doTERRA and MLMs and it gives me a little bit of like a bad taste in my mouth, but the diffuser from cashmere collection, I have to say, I've, I, I utilize it a lot and I actually really like it. It's just really, really random. And now I'm seeing here, she also has oil accessories. She yes. A diffuser necklace. Again, I don't MLM, get. straight MLM vibes. Yeah, like, like people are leaving reviews being like, it's amazing. It, this necklace fits perfectly around my neck. Like, oh, wait, you put oils in the necklace. Yes. It's like a little, it's like a ball. Uh, I, I, I'm imagining, I have no idea everyone listening. Okay. But I'm imagining like a cork that like absorbs oil and like you either sprinkle it or spray it or like dip it into an essential oil. And then it holds that scent or fragrance. So when you wear it around your neck or you wear it on your wrist, you can smell it and it kind of like reinvigorates you throughout the day. That is so stupid, but like, you're going to see me like next week with like my diffuser necklace. <laughs> yes, you are. You're going to be like, this is cashmere collection. Like it's one of a kind cashmere collection. I mean, she has a lot of different serums too. And this is like even more expensive than Deandra's like this. The perfectionist anti-aging serum is 97 bucks. Oh, I like know. At that point, I'm going to go to, yeah, Ulta or Saks or whatever and get, like, a quality product that, like, is from a brand, like, that scientists made it. Not, like, her and Croy, like, mixing something in the basement. Like, Seriously. Good. I mean, come on, ladies. The thing is, is you guys are just money hungry at that point. Like, when you have something this expensive, but you don't have, like, a legitimate, like, the legitimacy to back it up, I'm like, why would anybody buy your $97 serum? Just because you're a celebrity, if anything, if I've learned anything as a beauty reporter, it's that so many people are super suspect of celebrity endorsements and like barely, barely, barely trust them. Like that's why Fenty Skin and Fenty Beauty really changed the game because like Rihanna having celebrity influence is great. She could have lent her name to literally any brand for a collaboration, but instead she was like, I see something missing in the market and I want to create something that caters to everyone. And I have the money to actually do like research and like get legitimate product developers to trend forecast and see like what's going to be popular in two years. So like, she's like the exception to the rule, but a lot of times people are like, why would I buy a celebrity beauty brand when like I have legitimate skincare brands or legitimate makeup brands that I already know and trust. And they've been doing this a lot longer. You know what I mean? I mean, it's understandable. And I think like, especially with skincare, because things are at such a higher price point, like you do kind of want to trust it. And like, you're mentioning like the Neutrogena thing versus the Sunday Riley. It's like, start here. And then maybe if you really feel like you're ready for like a boost and you kind of like the texture and the smell, whatever, then go to a higher price point. My roommate just got me a bunch of stuff from Drunk Elephant for my birthday. She got me like a serum and a moisturizer and the moisturizer is interesting. It's like, it feels like I'm kind of putting whipped cream on my face. The texture is strange. Yeah, it's very emollient and it like has this weird, 
you're describing it perfectly. It's like whipped cream, but like, I think that's what they wanted it to kind of feel like, but it is an interesting consistency. How do you think it wears on your face? Well, like I told you, I've had like very oily skin and this has been like the moisturizer I've been using. So I'm wondering if like the moisturizer and the serum that I'm using just like, isn't good for my skin tone. Like, I don't know. Cause I've used like, I mean, I did, yeah, working at the cut, like I would get like a lot of free swag when we were in the office. So like I've dabbled with La Mer. I love Clarins. I love like a classic, like nighttime Clarins moisturizer. And I think I'm going to try this Neutrogena one because I'm like, I'm all about that instant gratification. I'm like, so you're telling me I could go to CVS right after this call and get it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing it. So I'm going to try that one. And then if I'm not crazy about it, I'm going to potentially go back to Clarence because I'm just like a creature of habit. If you, if you know, it works, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, yeah. it's good. And I got like, I got a facial from like a Clarence facialist probably like a year ago and you know like anytime you go to like a spa and they have like one product the entire facial was basically like one big Clarence commercial and I left and was like I love Clarence more than my whole family like, I will only wear Clarence like until the day I die <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a sheep <laughs> you're not no you're not I'm easily I'm easily convinced by a lady like poking and prodding at my face <laughs> Well, we have one other person, Leah Black from the Real Housewives of Miami. That show was, what, a three-season wonder? She started Leah Black Sudden Youth Products, which I guess is like skincare and a lot of stuff. She started in 1985, and it's still around. I mean, I guess I'm impressed. This is actually, hold on, I'm trying to find your email real quick. There we go, hold on. Sudden Youth. Sudden Youth. That's such an interesting name to me. So just like right out the gate, I feel like, I don't know, when it comes to talking about like youth in general, right now, the language is like, you don't want to be telling people that they need to be youthful. You know, it's like, you want to embrace your age. It's all about like inclusivity and diversity and things like that. So, but I mean, if she made this, hold on, let me, let me pull up. When did you say she made it? 1980 the photos she has on this website that I put there are actually like before and afters from 1985 oh wow okay okay sudden youth if you look at the untouched before and after photos from some of our customers you will see that sudden youth works in a very simple routine made of the finest raw ingredients worldwide huh okay I personally have never heard of this brand but like $250 for cannabis oil. Okay, actually, let's break this down. I'm on the website right now, pulling it up. Okay, it says that it ha- there's 285 in stock, which I think is actually really interesting. Like, why are you telling people this? And it says it's an, a, uni- a unique oil-based formula that contains antioxidants, designed to deliver consistent results. And it contains 100 milligrams of cannabis sativa. I'm pretty sure, okay, so cannabis, when it comes to like CBD and stuff like that in general, it's a free for all because this is not a regulated industry whatsoever. And so we have a really great podcast with the creator of a retailer called Fleur Marche. They specialize in like CBD and THC products. 
and they like all the products on that website are like vetted. So like they've done many clinical trials and like third-party testing to make sure that there's no, you know, weird toxins and things like that in it. But people often are really, they're using terms like hemp seed oil interchangeably with things like CBD. And even I get confused. Like I talk about this stuff all the time and I even get confused on it. I need to double check cannabis sativa. I think that's a different part of the plant CBD oil made from hemp versus marijuana. What is the difference? Yeah. I need to look into this a little bit more and I wish I would have looked at this before we got on this. Heels is doing it too. Okay. So, okay. Okay. What does Kiel say? Does it say hemp seed oil? It's an herbaceous oil known for its calming and soothing properties. Cold press from hemp seeds. This concentrated oil is naturally green in color and composed of 90% omega fatty acids, which are help, which are known to help nourish skin. Okay. So that's actually like the example that Sarah and I kind of talk about that product. They promoted it as CBD, but hemp seed oil is not CBD. It's like, from a different part of the plant. So many beauty brands are trying to capitalize off of CBD as an ingredient. And they'll often like make their products green or like put a cannabis leaf on it to be like weed, we have weed. And CBD therapeutically, I honestly feel like it could be like a placebo effect. Like you put it on and you think it's helping with pain and stuff like that, or helping with aches or whatever it is. But really like CBD is an amazing moisturizing molecule and it can be really, really great for inflammation. So that's why it's good if you like have acne or if you have like pigmentation in certain areas or your skin is naturally really red or ruddy, like that's what you should be using CBD for. CBD is also great for your hair. Like if you have like, if you haven't gotten a haircut in six months, use a CBD, you know, um, shampoo or conditioner, because it's going to help to smooth the hair cuticle and really moisturize it and give it the moisture, uh, the moisturization that it needs. Any claims that say something is going to like heal any pain or like help you relax. I'm always super, super, super sus unless you're taking it orally. But then again, like you need to make sure that those people are getting the tests done and uh, from third parties and things like that. So that Kiehl's product, I love, it definitely works, but it's, it's not CBD, it's hemp seed oil, which is wild. Cause I've, I used my old roommate had a friend who worked for origins and I love their products and they have like a really nice CBD mask. And I used it a couple times and I, I don't know, like masks are kind of hit or miss for me. Like sometimes I really like, I'm like, wow, that feels amazing. Like that really opened my skin up. But I don't know, that one didn't really do anything. But then, yeah, I was like, oh my God, like, do I feel amazing after this? Because the CBD stuff, like, I'm like, I don't even really know what CBD is. Yeah, CBD really is just great for moisturizing, which I think is like why it could be a great mask once a week. If you're, if you have really dry skin or you feel like your skin is dehydrated, throw on one of those masks. I don't know. I I guess I'm like a, a simpleton when it comes to this type of stuff. So I'm like, I don't know. Isn't it all just like supposed to make you look glowy? Like, so I'm kind of simple when it comes to it but I guess some yeah more some are like for elasticity some are for youthfulness some are for blah 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 overexposure to my life it's like trying to decipher what oil does what and like which one is the best Uh, any given day I have to know what's going on with different oils so Leah Black I'm 
I'm kind of impressed. Like, I'm like, okay, 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 girl. You know, you know what? She's been around since 1985. So she's doing something, right? Agreed. She has the experience, which I think is important. We also have Candy Burris from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta who has candy-coated cosmetics. Candy basically does every single thing. Like, she has her toe in every industry right now. Like, sex toys, music, restaurants, makeup. I mean, she has an even bigger situation than Lala. Like she has so many different products. So when you go to candycoated.com, one of the first things that pops up is a little box that says, are you working with a candy coated consultant or a candy coated affiliate? So this is an MLM, you know, like she has a little army of people that sell her products and you know, she ends up benefiting from them making money and then they make money. I personally think MLMs are um, incredibly predatory. And so I, we typically don't promote MLMs on the podcast. Uh, but, you know, I, at this point, like I'm also not going to knock anybody for trying to uh, make their hustle at this point. Like candy, candy is just a well-established person in entertainment in general like didn't she just win the mass singer uh, a couple seasons ago or like maybe last season it's like she's an accomplished professional in the music industry um i think that this is just like a fun thing for her to have on the side that she maybe has the money to do and then she has people that are affiliates or people that are consultants for her also selling these products so she really is just trying to grow that empire like, I don't blame her. And you'll also like to know that her sex toy line is also a situation where it was like, are you a sex toy ambassador? You can host a candy coated sex toy party in your hometown. Candy coated sex. I was actually thinking of doing it. I don't need the money for that. But like, I feel like it'd be funny to like have a Bravo happy hour event where that I'm like then actually selling candy sex toys. <laughs> just get a candy coated sex toy consultant and have them do an event with you that you host on behalf of Bravo happy hour. And then people come to learn about candy sex toys and like candy should be the guest of honor and be there like teaching people about sex toys. I would sign up. I was going to say, I'm like, I'd sign up for my own event. This sounds very fun. Well, there wasn't like, I remember years ago, it was like the first episode where she had like the launch party and it was just full of like just like gorgeous shirtless men just like massaging all these women and like just tons of sex toys I'm like this party seems like a banger like no pun intended like this seems so fun I was gonna be like a banger for sure (laughs) I mean I dream of getting massages these days so that sounds right up my alley I will say I got a massage for my birthday two weeks ago I don't care about the rules. I wore a mask the whole time. I was, I need a rub down. I'm so jealous. I've been waiting for our massage uh, clinics to open up here in LA. I'm just like, I need a hand on my back immediately. Touch me, please. (laughs) Oh, I will just say random. So when I ended up getting into the Kristen Takeman POC beauty, there actually is a great line of nail polish for people of color called people of color beauty. So follow that instead of Kristen Takeman and their nail colors are so gorgeous. Now I'm like, I'm a sucker for like a good red or like an orangey tone. Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense that Kristen Takeman is, is, it's like, 
and granted it's like defunct now but it's like she she never had like the foresight to google what like poc meant of course of course no yeah you don't you don't expect that from her no 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 no, no, no. i'm not very smart but i'm pretty it's like oh my god don't even remind me of that freaking line it always makes me cringe i feel so bad for her and to end the show, the cherry on top, we have Lisa Rinna from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills who just announced her lip line, Rinna Beauty, because she has been iconically known for her lips. Get out of the way, Kylie. We've got a new lip mogul in town. <laughs> so she's coming out with a lip kit and it's called Lip Icon. Lisa Rinna, I actually, I think I tweeted this or like put it on Instagram a couple weeks ago. I was like, I desperately need to get in touch with Lisa Rinna because this woman, so I'm not going to go into my background and like all of that stuff, but I moved to LA to work on camera and be a television host. So like, that's always been the, the dream, the goal. And like Lisa Rinna is one of truly, I mean, she does stir the pot, but one of the hardest working women in showbiz, as they say. And like the, the, that you could go on QVC, QVC, by the way, is really, really hard to do. You have to go through all this training to get on there. Um, and the fact that she does it for like 24 hours at a time, and I, I can't even imagine how much money she makes from doing that stuff. Like she knows how to sell a product like nobody's business. I think that this is going to kill on QVC. They hands down are going to pick it up. There's just no way they're not going to, but I'm really interested because like right now it's like direct to consumer. I think, I wonder if places will, like Ulta will pick it up. Um, I can't see it being in Sephora, but I could see like Ulta picking it up, but I'm also curious, like what else is she going to launch with? And then on top of that, like her comments are kind of a mess because of the whole Denise drama. So I'm wondering, like, is that going to put a damper on the launch? I don't know, but. Yeah. I mean, people have like definitely not been like super happy with Rena after the reunion where she was really just like a dog with a bone and just like would not let up on Denise. I like, I don't know. I go back and forth with Rena. She's like one of those people who I watch in like every season, or not even every season, every, ep- every other episode. I'm like, I love her. I hate her. I love her. I hate her. But there was something about her situation with Denise and it felt like it was like really exploiting her friend a little bit over, you know, a a sexual relationship that had like absolutely nothing to do with her, Teddy or anybody else other than the two of them and her husband if he wanted to be involved. But yeah, that's actually an interesting way of thinking about it. Let's see if like she says anything about like what day it's coming out. Yeah, I was looking into this. Um, I think... Oh, there's a website. Oh, did you should email the guy on the website, Jeremy at 360 Bespoke. Oh, I did. Don't you worry. I sent any, <laughs> please keep me in mind. Um, no, she did an interview with Allure, which I think is kind of mage because I love Allure. Um, and I can't remember what exactly the launch date. Two seconds. Hold on. Yeah, I... I don't think that there's an official launch date. Oh, available in November. Okay. Okay. So come November, you're going to be able to get these uh, lip kits, the lip lip icon kit and birthday suit legends only and no apologies. Of course, no apologies for $45 each. I mean, I definitely want these, of course. And this is the thing about Lisa, like 
I, I don't know why, because she does get herself into some deep shit. And I'm like, why do you keep doing this? But I always have a soft spot for her. And I'm like one of those, this is like why I struggled in my past relationships, because I was always making excuses for like why people will do things they do. I'd be like, well, maybe they acted this way because of this. And it's like, not really their fault, but I don't know. I always defend Lisa Rinna. It's just, she's one of those people on, uh, in the franchises that I'm like, I don't know. I just like her. I can't explain it. I think, I think she's well-meaning. And then it also makes me think too, that maybe she knows something that she's not allowed to disclose because it like will break the fourth wall. Yeah, I definitely, I've always kind of said on this show, like I think Beverly Hills is like very, very secretive and they have all of these like off camera dramas and where Lisa like isn't really able to like hold it in. Like even with the Kim Richards stuff where she was like, honey, you're drunk. Like you need to get your shit checked out. Like she probably seen Kim in, in other compromising circumstances where she's sober, but she's, you know, clearly not acting sober. And then that one car ride where Kim was like, I'm pregnant. And Rena's like, I don't think you are. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I think, I think Rinna doesn't like deal with BS in her personal life. And so when it's on the show, I think she kind of operates in the same way. And I feel like she's a justice for the truth, but this gets her in trouble because sometimes the truth to her is like something that people has, have like put in her ear. Totally. And like, that's why she ended up in like the Yolanda uh, Hadid situation it's like she ended up in like this Denise situation and it's like okay take a step I mean it's amazing television so I'm like she she's working to be (laughs) but at the same time I'm kind of like take a step back and figure out like are you hearing this because people legitimately want you to know or are you hearing it because it's going to make a good storyline for the show well I also think like even with Munchausen it was like Kyle and Lisa had been talking about it. Lisa Vanderpump had been talking about it for a while. This situation, Kyle and Teddy have been talking about it for a while. And then Rinna is just like, we got to get it on the table. We got to talk about it. And it's like everything out in the open. She like hates like, and that's the weird thing for me when I, when I was watching um, Beverly Hills, cause I, I am a new convert to Beverly Hills. I just binged it during quarantine and they always want to like, talk about things like they like I feel like the other franchises do a really great job of like bringing up drama in a really organic sounding way and Beverly Hills is like we need to get everything in the open we need to talk about this right now and it's like nobody does that nobody does that but it's like how they operate when it turns when it comes to drama so well I feel like they're acting in a way like they really are like we're because they're all I mean DL like have tried to be actresses in their lives and so this is like their first big moment And then it's unfortunately like, hey, Teddy, like, this is why you didn't get the part, unfortunately. Like, you're not selling it. You're not selling it. Like, it's seeming like you did practice on your notes app before you got into this scene. (laughs) Poor Poor Teddy. Teddy. Because she leads an MLM that, like, makes people starve, which is insane. That being said, the last thing I want to say about Rena Beauty I thought this was just funny. Her, the company that owns Rena Beauty that I'm guessing is obviously hers is called Just Own It, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised that that's her LLC? She like walked into like the 
treasurer's office in Los Angeles. She's like, just own it. <laughs> My new business. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Serena, I full transparency. I want Lisa Rinna to come on Los Angeles so badly. Like I'm campaigning for this. So if any of y'all listening, like Lisa Rinna, go to her page and tell her to go to Los Angeles and, and just manifest uh, it slowly. Just throw it out there. Come out queen. I, I, I wanting to do PR for the launch of her brand. So there's a great chance. And you guys are Los Angeles based. She's a Beverly Hills housewife. It makes the most sense. So Lisa, come, we welcome you with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for coming on Kirby. This was so much fun. Where can people find you, follow you and listen to your awesome podcast? Okay. So Los Angeles, it's a beauty podcast. You can find us at Los Angeles. We're also on Instagram at Los Angeles pod on Twitter, Los Angeles pod. And then we have a website that we update Tuesdays and Fridays with our new episodes. And if you want to read more about the guests or the topics and content that we cover, it's glossangelespod.com. And then I'm just Kirby Johnson and uh, come and hang. Cause I basically just Instagram story, all the Bravo shows that I'm binging at the time. So I love that. You are one of us. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. This was a blast.